is the 77 WABC minicast. Good morrow, everyone. This is the other side of midnight. I'm Frank Morano. And it is Halloween. I love Halloween. I'm a big fan of scary movies. I like to see everybody in their different costumes. And, uh, you know, it's a it's an occasion where it doesn't involve getting gifts for people. You don't have to go through the stress of getting gifts for everybody on your list. You don't even have to go to the stress of sending out cards to everybody on your list. You don't have to. You're not expected to drive two, three, four hours to somewhere else so that you can have a big Halloween dinner somewhere. You kind of celebrate Halloween in your own way. There's not a lot of pressure to do anything. If you don't want to go out on Halloween, nobody gives you a hard time. If you want to stay home and watch The Bride of Frankenstein, you can do that. If you want to, uh, you know, go out and go to a Halloween party, you can do that. It's it's a great holiday because it kind of lets everybody celebrate it in their own way. I wish there was a little bit more of that in every holiday. Some good news coming out of yesterday's Halloween Eve. It is looking increasingly like this auto workers strike is over. Here's UAW President Sean Fain. Uh, there, if you're not up on this, they've been on strike and they have a tentative deal, the auto workers, with GM as of yesterday. And that likely puts an end to six weeks of strikes that shut down large swaths of the auto industry. And this proposed settlement with GM is very similar to deals struck in the last few days with Ford and Stellantis. It would provide huge gains in wages and benefits, plus increased job security. We don't know the exact terms yet, but uh, we do know a little bit. Here's what Sean Fain said as he announced what he said was a strike victory. Good afternoon, UAW family. For the third time, I am honored to announce that we have yet another victory in our stand-up strike. Your bargaining committee worked hard through the night, and early this morning, we reached a tentative agreement with GM. Once again, we have won several astonishing victories. For the past several weeks, analysts and pundits were crying that our union was going too far, that we were demanding too much. We didn't listen to them, and we never let up. The result is one of the most stunning contract victories since the sit-down strikes in the 1930s. We were relentless in our fight to win a record contract. And that is exactly what we accomplished. If ratified, GM salaried workers will be provided general wage increases for the first time in our history. In fact, they will receive wage increases of 25% and cost of living allowance, matching what we have won for our hourly workers. This will be the most lucrative contract for salaried GM workers in their history. For our hourly workers, it's the same story. The starting wage for our assembly workers in our new GM agreement will increase about 70% with estimated cost of living from $18 an hour to over $30 an hour. And the top wage will increase about 33% from $32.32 an hour to $42.95 an hour. I think this is great news. I was rooting for the auto workers to win, I hope it doesn't lead to a tremendous uptick in what it costs to buy a car. But uh, what Sean Fain said, said there, in a nutshell, 25% wage increases over the four-and-a-half-year duration of the contract. 
an immediate 11% raise upon ratification, a restoration of the cost of living adjustments that would bring pay increases to about 30% by 2028. Ford's deal includes a $5,000 ratification bonus, increased 401k contributions, and billions of dollars for plant renovations and new models. Under the Stellantis deal, the company would keep open factories in Trenton, in Michigan, and Toledo, Ohio. A former plant that they closed in Belvedere, Illinois, would reopen. The deals still have to be ratified by 146,000 UAW members across GM, Ford, and Stellantis, which is the parent company of Jeep, Ram, and Chrysler. And so the union didn't get everything that it wanted, but you never get everything you want. It was much steeper in the original contract. They wanted 40% raises and a 32-hour work week for 40 days of pay. I think this is great news. And if you work a standard 40-hour week, this basically will have you making $84,000 a year as an auto worker. And I think it's wonderful because the middle class is being nibbled away at. And your dollar goes less and less with inflation being what it is. And the auto workers haven't even gotten a cost of living adjustment. And Henry Ford, whatever you think of Henry Ford, he understood that it was wise to pay his workers a living wage, more than a living wage, because he wanted somebody to be able to afford to buy his vehicles. Hopefully, these auto workers are now going to be in a position to actually buy some of the vehicles that they're helping to build. So I am uh, unabashedly pro-labor and especially private sector unions. I was glad that the uh, that the writers union was able to stave off some of the attacks by them that the producers were trying to push through. And while I'm sure they're not necessarily happy with me because my son got a Spider-Man costume, I am a big supporter of the SAG-AFTRA strike as well. I'm a member of SAG-AFTRA, although, again, there's a separate agreement for, you know, for radio performers. But uh, they didn't want you to use a costume of uh, a product that was striking. So I don't know. I think uh, I think this is great. I think organized labor is having a real moment in this country. And I think that's a healthy thing. I think the more the middle class grows, the more that we can see real wage growth for middle class Americans, the better we all are. So I think it's a, I think it's a tremendous positive. 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. Here's the vice president of the UAW talking about the different wage rates at the three companies. Of all three companies, General Motors has long been the worst actor in the terms of dividing our members across the different wage tiers. Our production workers were at one wage scale, while GMCH workers were on another. CCA workers make yet another wage. Meanwhile, we have GM subsystems worker who are on an entirely different contract. The same is true for workers at Brownstown. And then there's the army of temporary workers employed at General Motors, many of whom spent years working at a lower rate before being hired in as a seniority worker. We believe in equal pay for equal work. The company wants us divided, fighting over the different size crumbs each group gets while the company executives and the wealthy shareholders walk away with the whole pie. 
we put an end to that in this round of contract negotiations. And why is this? The working class was beaten down. Well, now we stood up. In this agreement, all of those workers, GMCH, CCA, Brownstown, and subsystems will be brought into the main production wage scale under our master agreement. 